All right, it is Thursday night, and it's time for Sunday Pour. They're here on a far cry from Kansas City and Vegas on Monday night. We have a defensive battle. Two hard-nosed defenses going at it in the trenches. Uh, the Washington Commanders, Chicago Bears, 3-0 Washington here. Uh, a little bit into the third quarter. Uh, we are we have some divisional playoff baseball in the books here and uh some postponements that kind of sucks some rain in the forecast also oh, rain some rain actually outside right now um which means day baseball tomorrow for the New York Yankees um, who are up one nothing Houston uh 2-0 series lead over Seattle been a one-man show there Jordan Alvarez just put it has put uh, the Astros on Shoulders. Uh, and then we have one one out west, Padres and Dodgers. Um, and the Braves and Phillies are Braves and Phillies are not at a one, also. Yeah, Phillies stole that first one, so Braves and Phillies are not at a one as well. So let's bring in it, see what's going on with him. How's he doing? And what's up? What do you got tonight, bud? Yeah, Mother Nature really screwed us. We shouldn't be watching this football game right now. Mm. Of all the of all the games to put on tonight, I mean, they knew they knew there's playoff baseball tonight, so they put this this uh, thought of a game because in no world was this going to be a good game. No, it's not, impossible. It's, it's not like somebody's hurt and it was just bad luck, or it's not like you know there was just so, something happened and somebody couldn't play or whatever. Everybody's healthy. It's exactly who you wanted in the games. Well, not that you wanted, but it's exactly who expected to play in these games. <laughs> It's actually, it's actually a throwback because these are the first two teams to ever play in an NFL championship. Oh, and a, a serious throwback. Yes, in Chicago, and the final score of that game was 9 nothing. So they're a little behind pace here. <laughs> they're going to have to pick up the pace in order to top that score. But uh, it is a little bit of a uh, – I'm sure they'll reference it at some point the deeper it gets. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, there's a chance – there's a chance for um, a turnover here in the, the Bears' own territory that might give Washington some good field position, but we'll see. Okay, I had that wrong. It wasn't Washington. It was Portsmouth. They were they used to play in Ohio. Portsmouth, smart, Spartans. But the Bears were in the game. Okay, all right. I just assumed that the Bears – I had to do a quick lookup because the Bears used to make the NFL championship all the time. They played the Redskins at some point, I think. Maybe 1933. Let's see what the final score of that one was. 1933, also Chicago. All right, they beat the Giants. They beat they beat Washington one of these years. Who, who was Portsmouth? Who, what was the team name? Portsmouth Spartans. Spartans. Hmm. Can't do we? Do we cancel Spartans? Can you use Spartans anymore or no? They got canceled a long time ago. Apparently. Jeez. Well, you figure Spartan like that's like. Greek, right? Ancient Greece. Were the Greeks offended? Is that why? Um, they may have just been a bad football team. <laughs> they got they got canceled the old fashioned way. <laughs> oh yeah, and I wonder. Yeah, I don't know if the owner snuck out in the middle of the night to change that franchise, uh, and maybe they became the Jets or something. Now it's the game I was thinking of. Nineteen forty NFL championship. Bears seventy three, Redskins zero. Seventy three, nothing. 
in DC. Oh, okay. Right yeah. in uh, right in FDR's face. Is there is there any like you got to find like an article from that game? I want to find out if the if the, uh, if the crowd was restless. They're throwing shit in the field. I just want to see uh, how bad it got. Because you know, like now everybody everybody kind of comes down on today's fans. Like, oh, I have some class. Like we had class, you know, sixty years ago. I mean, like baseball, like baseball started out and it was like the worst people in the world playing that sport, you know, mm-hmm. stabbing people on the field and shit. That didn't actually happen, but it was pretty bad, though. Pretty rough and tumble guys. Yeah, you were thinking of the fan, Robert De Niro, Wesley yeah. Snipes movie. Well, like in the 1800s, baseball was a serious, like, I mean, those guys were thugs. Yeah, spiking guys and shit, cleaning them. I think it was, I think I would think it was worse than that. You think? I think so. I think it's worse than just like Ty Cobb putting some cleats into a guy's ankle. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Ty Cobb. I think the eighteen hundreds were pretty, like, pretty rough. I don't know. I don't know much about eighteen hundred baseball. What I kind of start in nineteen oh three. I know Cap Anson. Cap Anson played in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Yep. That's all I got for eighteen hundreds. I think Abner Doubleday. Was Mordecai Brown? Was he, was he the 18, in the 1800s or he's a little later? Mm, Mordecai Brown well, was a little bit later on. I want to say a little later, if I had to guess. Three finger Brown. Three fingers. Yep. Um, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm on the laptop. Oh. So way ahead. Oh, man. That might have been the best throw of Justin Fields' career, and he's never, never going to play football again. Yes, Justin Fields would have fit in perfectly in 1940. He could have ran that offense. <laughs> Just handoff, triple option. He would on... not have fit in 1940. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> his not style my, of play. Not my, not my decision. I'm just saying. <laughs> would have been a weird dynamic if he showed up playing and play, playing quarterback. I mean, geez. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's not really welcome in Chicago in 2022. <laughs> Good point. I mean, no. this is just a disgusting display. They've had the ball inside the five-yard line twice at uh, <laughs> zero points. Overthrew a guy wide open in the end zone, and they got stuffed at the – oof, bad. All right. All right, let's start off with the uh, Yank. Yanks went up one nothing in a pretty – I mean, not a – Ooh. Not one – not not much to really say about that game. You had the Bader Dinger, the you have uh, the Rizzo Dinger, and you have Donaldson. Bang went off the top of the wall. His bullshit. Uh, Cole, I guess, Cole pitching out of trouble was great. Um, but pretty like uh, ABC one two three win for the Yanks. And then tonight we get the rain. So, look, day baseball in the playoffs sucks because you know you're at work and it's just. You know, you, you miss you miss the under the lights. You miss prime time, but uh, you want to play only night games. Get to the championship series. There'll be no no day games when you get to the ALCS. So, um, we'll have to deal with that tomorrow. But um, yeah. Any, any observations from game one Ed, that you want to? They need to get off your chest. Uh, it was pretty matter of fact. I would say. Um... You know, the way it started, I thought they came out very tight. They were a little tight coming out. Yeah. 
You know, I don't. I wonder if that's like Judge, the leader of that team, and he seems he still seems a little bit tight um, until maybe his third at bat. As when he walked, stole base, right? Um, but he comes out a little bit tight. I don't know if the team takes the lead from him, or if it was just in just the nature of playoffs. You know, I think it was just nerves and having all that time off. Um, and then in the third inning, it looked like it was just going to go completely off the rails. The dinger you knew was coming at some point from somebody. You hope you hoped it was a uh, solo job. Quan got him, and then he hits Rosario with a pitch, and it's like, all right, here we go. This is going to be a five spot here. Bases loaded, one out. Um, could have been the. I mean, you could argue the biggest moment of the game. He gets out of that jam, and then I think the following half inning, bottom three. Bader's dinger really allowed like everybody, fans, teammates, uh, everybody invested in the Yankees. It allowed them to like unclench their butts a little bit. The yeah, he, he, he's a good. He, he's a good. Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, I just uh, I I know you couldn't hear anything, but I have like ESPN.com open, and it just. Blasted an ad in my ear at top volume. Mm. Scared the shit out of me. What was um, it for? An iPhone? This is, I don't know. It's the practice to pop. It's like some school for kids. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, geez. Yeah. That, that's like the, something you could not have quantified when they got Bader is his kind of influence on this team. And I, it's a little too early to, to call it, but I mean, he's like the one guy who looks like he's having fun. All the time, yeah. I mean, I've never seen Glaber look like he's having fun out there. Rizzo a little bit, but Bader looks like he's always having a good time. Yeah, a little spark to the team, I would say. Yeah, which you know, not asking a lot of the guy. Just play defense. If you run into one once in a while, mm-hmm. get a big hit once in a while. Um, but no, he's been good so far. Yeah, he's been good. I was gonna say he's like a modern day Nick Swisher, but uh, I don't know. He's gonna, be wave, he's gonna be waving the flag in ten years. Again. <laughs> he better he better get a ring before we start letting him wave the flag. Yeah, I guess that that comes with the territory. You gotta you gotta win. <laughs> what did you think of all the hype before the game, man? I don't, I didn't really. I kind of saw it in the background, but I didn't really watch it when it happened. And then I saw like highlights of it, shutting down, shutting the lights off and shit. Oh, I didn't even really see that. I heard about it. I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it either. But I mean, that's why that's how I saw the Swisher thing was the you know the shutting lights down and a video sent from uh, our correspondent and intern slash producer. Uh, oh yeah, that was right. In the Bronx right. that night. That's all. I really yeah, saw I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's like the new thing they're doing in baseball. Anything to get the crowd in the Bronx. Like, I don't like it, but anything to get that crowd kind of hyped up a little bit. Pre-game, anything, anything to get them some juice. I don't trust the crowd to do it on their own. I, I don't know if the mics were kind of uh, low the other night, but I didn't think the crowd was that good. They seemed muted, but artificially muted. Right by the net, yeah. by the um, by the network. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I I, I thought so too. Cause I was, I, there's a couple points where I was like, they got to be louder than they're portraying on TV. They seem kind of dead. Yeah, I don't think it was as dead as it sounded, but it seemed like a decent crowd. I, the dumbest thing I've ever seen 
in any baseball game, any baseball broadcast happened that night, though. Oh, uh, with the yeah, I know. I mean, it's a little new, but I mean, they're always plugging like different shows and shit. No, no, look, that's fine. Plug your fucking shows. Have the dragon flying over the field, but don't have go to don't go to Casas and have him be like, oh, the game almost wasn't played tonight. <laughs> don't sell it. Like that, I was like paying attention. Like what? Uh, I was like, was there like, is there a terrorist threat? Like, come on, man. Yeah. And it's you know like we're this is the world we live in. <laughs> it's the fucking. It's just the first thing that goes through my mind. It didn't almost play tonight. It was shocking. I'm like, all right, well, are there armed guards like everywhere? Like we, we think there was going to be a fucking pipe bomb going off in bathrooms at certain times. Like what's going on here? Yeah, Costas probably didn't like having to do that. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he didn't like. It. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, as, a, as a guy in his seventies, who's he's calling his first baseball game. I think he might be calling his or. First postseason game. 97? 99 World Series, I would say. Wow. They, that's the last time NBC had the World Series. So, it's like 23 years and, like, you know, a lot has changed, Bob. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the new world. A few things have changed since your last October. Yeah, for sure. Jesus. Uh, that was brutal, though. Um, all right, on to game two. Uh Nestor and Bieber, that doesn't change. Um, you know, I don't. You know, we should, they, they, you got to play those games back to back. One and two have to be back to back. I don't like this format. What's the point of having the three game series and maybe you know put put the wild card winner at a little, a little bit of a disadvantage if you're just going to let them square up their rotation with days off? And now you know you get this rain delay and there's another, another day of rest. For this team, so it's like obviously you can't plan for the weather, but you know if there's not, it's not really an event. It's not really a disadvantage if that was what you're going for. It's just like you're getting back to you're getting right back to uh, some sort of normalcy for this for this uh, pitching staff. Well, for TV purposes, I think they got to make sure they don't have a day with no baseball, which is why they ended up doing Wednesday. Uh, off day for the American League. Um, what you could have done is like start one of them Wednesday, maybe you know have three games Tuesday, and then start one of the series a day late, so that every every team could play games one and two back to back. But yeah, I I don't like it. Uh, first off, the first thing I thought of was uh, the Tiger series, and I saw that was being talked about on Twitter a little bit. Um, the Tiger series from 06, same sort of scenario. Yankees won game one. That was with Jeter, five for five. Uh, MVP chance, all that. Everyone talking about how the Tigers were overmatched. Rain out the next night. Day game, game two, they lose that, and they went to Detroit and got smacked and got embarrassed. So that's the first thing that crossed my mind is that we're going to lose a tight game tomorrow, and then we're going to go to Cleveland, and the season's going to end on uh, Sunday night. Um, that's worst case scenario. Oh six, oh six was that when Arod got pushed up in the lineup, pushed down the lineup. Yeah, it was Kenny Rogers game three, and then game yeah. four was uh, was Arod batting eighth. Mm. Game two was uh, game two was a miserable loss day game. You seen a gaga lead, uh, 
So that is what I thought about. I, momentum, I don't really care about momentum. I mean, they haven't played in – and they've played one game now in, uh, what, eight days, seven days, whatever it is. But, yeah. they, I mean, the Guardians are pretty much in the same scenario. It's not like they've been playing games left and right. So um, that shouldn't make a difference. Uh, I'm, I am worried about the crowd. Um, I'm a little less worried about the crowd because uh, I got a text message about 6 o'clock – uh, somebody with an extra ticket, so I will be in the building tomorrow. All right, let's go. So I figure we need as many. Uh, we need as many like real like trench. We need some trenches fans in there. So I will be there in the upper deck. Um, okay. Excellent. But it is it's impossible to have the same energy in the crowd at one o'clock than it is eight o'clock. It's just it's it's just not possible. You could have a good crowd. I mean, I, I was at Jeter's 3000 hit. That was a day game Saturday. Crowd was electric, but postseason, you're just not going to have – it's not going to be the same. I have training tomorrow from 12 to 2. Oh. It's like miserable. I mean, training is like the lowest. Let's see. Let's see. I can get into the building for 68 bucks tomorrow. It's not bad. Uh, after fees, you're probably paying like 95. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pay 91. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. $24 in fees. All right. Sucks. Um, it's, it's not bad, though, for a playoff game, 91 bucks. No, not it's not. It's not. And that's because of the day. I mean, that is one of the, I mean, maybe it's an advantage that maybe you get the average fan in there a little bit easier, but I don't know. I don't trust like the, I think the building will be just about full, but I don't. I still don't trust them to have it. You know, max capacity. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's, 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 it is a and Friday, it's a D, and it's a D. It's still the ALDS. Like it's not World Series yeah, or something. I'm right. trying to talk myself into it being a good crowd. It could, like I wanted Bieber under the lights. Yeah. Yes. I wanted Bieber under the lights. Oh, you go, a, you go, go and you do what you can, man. You you lead by example. I just hope hope they follow you. You know, it is a Friday. I mean, three day weekend. Come on. Yes. Figure it out. If somebody had ticket, if somebody did the same thing, call me. It's an extra ticket. I think I'd call in sick tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like think about it now, but I know it's like a two percent chance that I would do it. Just because <laughs> it's bullshit. I mean, it's more affordable now for like the average guy. I know it's a that's one o'clock game. That's a positive. That's me. I'm the average guy. Right. I mean, yeah. that's that's a positive. Maybe you get some more, some more real fans in there. But uh, oh yeah. But no, the the worst has crossed my mind, which is we're gonna lose three in a row. Obviously, that's what crossed <laughs> my mind. Yeah, you come out. Beaver shuts him down. They get three hit. They get. Uh, we come out and see if he's got some Vaseline behind his ear. They say no, and then. It's just all downhill. And then I don't know if it's an advantage or a disadvantage bullpen-wise because they have a good bullpen. So does that mean it's a good thing that we're playing four straight days? But then you have to look at it in return. It's like we have a shitty bullpen. So is that is that a bad thing? I don't know. It just, you know, another... it, it just takes one game where, where, a, where a starter doesn't go six or seven. just takes yes. one game, to, and then that fucks them up. So – you are able to get into that pen early um, in game two or three. Two is probably not going to happen, but you're able to get, you know, you got to do a little bashing, all right? You got to use your bread and butter, hit the ball around the park a little bit, 
get into their pen and wear them out a little bit. Then is it that's when it's an advantage. But I mean, same goes for us. Like if if I don't see, I guess I don't really know how how they break down. And we have long guys that would get us used to eat innings if necessary. I mean, if Tyone's got to go for six innings to bail somebody out, like that's what he's got to do. Yeah, but the thing about that now, now you're playing four straight games. Mm, so Tyone, yeah. So two, three, and four starters are lined up on both teams. Mm-hmm. The thing is, if it goes the distance, it's going to be a shit show. Because the Yankees have Tyon and Herman, but you also might need those guys in these games, and you can't you can't hold them back for a potential game five. Like you got to just go all hands on deck now in the games that you're playing. And same with Cleveland. I mean, they have. Exact Plezak in the bullpen. They have this mm. guy Savali in the bullpen. Mm. It's like if it gets to game five, it's going to be like a lot of bullpen openers, all that bullshit. So, uh, really, I would say the Yankees, the longer the series goes, it's not good for them. All right. Got to bang Bieber around tomorrow a little bit. Take care of it. Yeah. I mean, I stand by my original, my original, uh, prediction which is we need to win the first two games in new york because i don't i don't know if we're getting out of cleveland a lot i know what we saw from cole was encouraging but you know i don't know if you're trusting cole down to one sunday night in cleveland when they have all the momentum i'm not i'm probably not no and if we had fucking blown game one which there were a couple moments not just the cole third inning but like pulling Wandy when he looked so good to go to Clay Holmes, they they would have had to call the paramedics in the stretcher <laughs> to like fucking pick me up off my living room floor because he comes in and he first thing he does is throws one of those sinkers that doesn't sink and it hits the guy right in the wrist. I mean, I thought it was I I thought it was going right there. I mean, Wandy looked awesome. Uh, you gotta trust your eyes, Boone. I'm sorry. He says he's gonna play the matchups here. He, you got to you got to trust your eyes with this with a shitty bullpen. The yeah, guy has good stuff, you just got to ride him. Trust in the matchups is not is not managing. The no. matchups is not managing. That's I mean that's just you're coloring by numbers. That's all that is. So, it's not encouraging at all. Nope. No. I, I yeah, that was the only thing that really drove me. Well, from Boone's standpoint, Donaldson yeah. It's amazing. Well, like, we, were, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. We were, we were just talking about the same fucking thing a couple weeks ago. We might have been recording when he did that. I don't know. It It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. We've watched a lot of baseball this, this year just while we were recording. So I don't He's know. done it on average once a month, too. So it's probably like the <laughs> sixth time he's done it. Brutal. And don't style. You hit it 297 feet. Like, don't fucking style it. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it. If you get a hold of it and it's going like, you know, 600 feet, fine. But, I mean, you didn't get all of it, man. It's a pop-up to right field. Like, it's that's one of those balls that... Short porch job. Right. And if you're doing, like, the metric they love to do, oh, they'll hit a home run in uh, 19 ballparks or a little bit of home run in all the ballparks, whatever. They love doing that. Yeah. Like that's, right, that, that's one if it gets out. That's a home run in one ballpark. <laughs> so don't, fu- don't fucking style it. Just fucking... Let's move, man. Like fucking playoffs. What are we doing? It, every every fucking bat, every run counts. So yeah, I, whatever. We we rebounded. It was fine. But well, uh, he got bailed out by IKF. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the right fielder. 
because that should have been a single, maybe a double yeah. at best, and then it goes yeah. through his legs. So, like, it might have been the first pitch after that, first or second pitch. And then the crowd got going because I, you know, right fielder bobbles it. So, like, mm-hmm. he got really bailed out there by that. And then the Trevino sack fly, and it was kind of all forgotten by then. That right field has got to be tough, man, because those guys hang over the side. They're banging on the – I hope somebody doesn't do something stupid, but, you know, take the guy's hat off or something. I blame I mean, that bald fucking asshole, man. You got to get a hand on that. What do you mean? I missed what am I, what am I missing? The the ball, the guy was he was kind of reaching over, but like the ball landed on top of the fence. Oh, Donaldson. oh, no, I'm talking. I I I meant the guy that when the right fielder like bobbled the ball went through his legs, all that shit. Like you oh, the whole crowd man. hanging over, banging on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, that bald asshole's got to reel that in. Yeah, because I think at worst they would give Donaldson a double there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you were able to like corral that in, that could be a home run, depending yeah. on how they uh, how they and score. They I don't know. Yeah. All you had to do is get a hand on it, man. You don't have to make the grab; just get a mm-hmm. hand on it. It's a double. Yep. So I did blame the I did blame the fan a little bit too. That was brutal. Um, the um, it, I guess they didn't release a, a lineup today. They never did because they. They uh, canceled it so early, but I am anxious to see if Oswaldo was playing because he made a ni- he made a nice play in left field. Yeah, he doesn't have you know he's a second guy. He looks like he's having fun all the time. He doesn't have the same baggage like Hicks goes out there. He has a lot of baggage with him. Like I don't want to see him out. I just don't want to see Hicks at all. I feel like he's the bad seed that can ruin the whole batch, you know. And I know you've been saying I think you're kind of mentally preparing. That he's going to be a he's going to start there. I don't think he has to though. Oswaldo's such a better player right now, and I don't know. Oswaldo is better at. I know Hicks walks sometimes, and he sometimes it's a home like once in a while at home run. I don't know. Um, and Snyder, they, they, sorry. They, oh yeah, we'll talk about Snyder in a little bit. <laughs> he looks like George Costanza when he like pays the black guy that he works with to go to dinner with him. <laughs> the refrigerator. That was the guy's nickname. Not the refrigerator. Oh, the exterminator. The exterminator. That's what we used to call him. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can know Schneider right now. All right, you guys can go now. Yeah. Here's a hundred bucks each. <laughs> keep keep the suits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snyder's in the news. We got some good stuff on Snyder. Um but uh yeah, I just I feel like some just when he's in, like bad things happen. It's it's a big leap of faith for me to like hope that he turns it around under the biggest stage when he couldn't do it when the Yankees were just trying to pull themselves up out of a, out of a slump. Like I know he had a few moments in September where he looked like you know maybe a baseball player of some sort, but it's not enough for me. Like just out, just keep Oswald out there. Let's not fuck with this. Yeah, I'm worried he's gonna play tomorrow. Were you doing yeah. that? Were you, were you doing that just to mentally prepare yourself for, like, the anger you're gonna have when you see him in the lineup batting second? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I was. I've been prepared all along. I knew Cabrera was starting game one, but I thought, and you know, he puts up an 0 for four or makes an error or something. I think Hicks is in there, and he was fine in the field, but I think he did put up an offer, struck out a couple times. Yeah. And that's that's like that's all they need as an excuse to get Hicks in there. So I am worried. I would not change anything about the lineup. Not that they're tearing the cover off the ball, but I think the lineup's fine. 
I would run the uh, I'd run the same same team, same lineup out there tomorrow. Yeah, I think there's that statement and that statement right there is a lot to ask of this manager. Yeah, I know. They don't you know, I was a tinker. Hicks is the only guy. There's no one else. Their bench really I I completely disagree with leaving Perazzo off. I knew they weren't gonna put him on. It was wishful thinking, but you know, twelve pitchers. I mean, now maybe twelve pitchers looks like maybe the right move because you may have to play four games in a row. Mm. But man, they could they could have used Peraza on this team. You're gonna be eating those words when Marwin Gonzalez is a huge hit. It's, it's not not impossible. He's got a little. He's got a ring, right? Yeah, I mean, he went old for a couple of months this year, so he is. I mean, he's got that dew in his back pocket. Yeah, he's fresh. He's yeah. definitely fresh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you been watching any 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 of the other games? Have you seen any of the Astros and Mariners? I know we were talking the other day. Alvarez walked it off off Robbie Ray. Um, yeah, that was it right there. Series over. The first pitch, and then at bat, you knew he was hitting a home run because he hit the. He, 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 yeah, he fouled off the first pitch, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was gone, but it was like a line drive, you know, foul. The you know to the right side. I don't know. I don't know if it was like a home run or just like a line drive in the foul. Oh, I couldn't remember if he just fouled it back. It, whatever it was, he was right on. He smoked it, and it was a violent foul ball. And then the home run was violent. And I would have intentionally game. walked him after that first swing. I'd be like, no, nope, not facing this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. It was uh, – and then today, same thing. He got he got the best of um, – Castillo. Castillo, yeah, thank you. And, uh, and Castillo pitched really well, but not not well enough. That's the Astros. And the Astros look on the verge of taking care of the Mariners. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Mariners could take a game. I know McCullough's is going game three, but the series ended game one. It was just – that was brutal. They, I, look, they looked it, man. The, the team looked it. They looked devastated. They looked like they had just lost a seven-game series, um, you know, to uh, – uh, like in the World Series or something. They were just – Yeah, devastated. they just ripped their heart out. I was yeah. devastated. Yeah, yeah. You and me both, man. I was devastated watching on my couch. I mean, it was just, ugh. It was just a no doubter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe they could maybe they could take a game in Seattle, but crowd will be fired up the Saturday afternoon spot. And you heard they're moving it to the Seahawks kickoff if they if they play uh yeah Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I got a I got a feeling it's actually it's going to be over in 3. I think I, I think I called for Astros and four being nice because I wanted Seattle to win a game. Now I'm back to original Astros and three. I don't know how you how you can't come back from that. Um, and Rob bring Robbie Ray. It's just I don't want to I don't want to like carry Paul Seawald's water for him, but bringing Robbie Ray in stinks. Playing the matchups. I mean, literally, the last time you saw that guy, you were down eight to one. Like, why would you want? And since then, you have to have had this awesome comeback. You win this against Toronto, and now you're about to take out the defending, you know, AL champs, and you bring that guy in. It's just a bad omen. I have to agree. Um, 
Braves and uh, Phillies not at one. That Braves lineup is just so scary. Braves lineup up, is very scrappy. Up and down. As you see, um, I don't know what the score was, but uh, Cunha got hit on the elbow, like on the on his back elbow, so not padded. And he like they they weren't sure he was going to come out of the game. Took his base, and then end up scoring. I don't know if they, I don't remember if like that was the sixth inning. I think was it the sixth? That was the I think that's the only inning they scored in. So I think that was uh, I think that was the inning. Yeah, okay. yeah, he came around with the first run. Olsen singled him in, and then yeah. uh, Darno had a single in there somewhere. Yeah, very professional. Yeah, that's a that's a game more that's a series where it's been kind of old school. No home runs, I don't think. Um Olsen hit one. Olsen game hit one. Run. All right, so not a lot of home runs. But I mean, yeah, that that was base to base baseball is good hitting. Well, they play in a big park, Atlanta, I think. Yeah. No, yeah. I want to call it Fulton County, but it's not Fulton County. Truest, truest park. But uh yeah, it is a big ball big ball park. Um but yeah, they could do. I mean, they got guys that have a ton of home runs, so it's not like you can't hit it out. But I mean, they just did it. Uh, I don't want to say small ball, but just hitting the ball hard, using the whole field. And uh, I mean, they they both look. Phillies are pretty good too. Uh, that could be it, it, that could push to five that series, and that'll be a good series. Yeah, Phillies. Uh, nice job stealing game one. I thought they really had a chance to uh, they had a chance to really lay down the hammer in game two because they had their they had their pitching set up, mm-hmm. you know Wheeler and Nola, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a missed opportunity. I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta took care of business in Philly and little gentleman sweep. And uh, last night the Padres. Hater got a four out save. Padres took care of the Dodgers. They're one one. Yeah, I've done like a one eighty on San Diego now. I feel like I kind of like them though. They're the under, they're a scrappy underdog because nobody expects them to do much. It's tough for them to be an underdog, even <laughs> though they're playing the Dodgers with like Soto and Machado in the middle of the lineup. But yeah, yeah. there is uh, there is something about them. It's probably bad news now that I've done a 180 on them because I thought the Dodgers would win this. And I think if it gets to a fifth game, the Dodgers win. I do. But you want to talk about having your pitching lined up. Snell, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Musgrove can spin rate him to death on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, mix in the lineup that looks like, you know, Looking hot. Like, you know, it's pitching and defense in October, but we have seen lineups kind of carry teams. O2 Angels, the Red Sox a few years ago with that lineup. Like they didn't they had a little bit of spotty pitching. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. I, it's bad, it's probably bad that I like San Diego now, but like now I'm like, oh man, man, they could win. I think they have to do it in San Diego. I don't think they're getting out of game five alive, but they got a shot. They got the pitching set up. And they're gonna have. I mean, Snell against Tony Gonsolin. I know Gonsolin's had a big year, but I don't love oh, Tony Gonsolin on the road. And then I don't even know who they're pitching in Game Four. So I'll be honest with you. I I thought that Hater was gonna blow last night when he came in. He came in in the eighth. Well, he had a stretch this year where it was just the guy 
he couldn't get it out for like a month. No, I know, but they were, they kept talking about he hasn't had a four out save in like I forget how long it was, three years or something, and uh, he and they kept going on about that, and I'm like, God, oh, he's he's fucked, man. This is not good. He can't do it. Like he sat he sat for a little bit, and he's coming out for Mookie Turner and Freeman. I'm like, he's fucked. Like he's not gonna yeah. get through those guys. And Freeman hit a double, but he got uh, Will Smith. I forget fly out or like a soft fly out or something. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, he he uh, he just went to the fastball one too many times on Freeman. Luckily, it was a two run game. I mean, it was a double, it didn't run, but uh, you know, he just they just Freeman just lined it up, squared him right up, and hit the shit out of the ball, stay in the ballpark. But he was ready for that for that heat. Uh, be interesting to see if he's able to do that again this series. Yeah. Um... I think another thing about the Padres, why I've kind of like turned on them is we've seen uh, Bears muff that punch, Jesus. Uh, we've seen the Dodgers too many times come up small in these spots. You know, yeah. Washington, the Air Washington one, what was that? That was that long, 2019. Same sort of situation. They, uh, they gagged up, uh, they won game one and then they, Gag the rest of the seat, the rest mm-hmm. of the series, lost to game five. Yep. So again, I think if it goes five, the Dodgers win, but I could see them not getting out of San Diego alive. I could see it. I could envision it. Um, all right. Well, I think we'll wrap up baseball for a quick break. Um, Correa opted out. What's your thoughts? Do you think he's a pussy? Is- <laughs> He hates Minnesota. Do you think he's in a good spot to do that? Yeah. Or do you think he's in a worse spot than he was a year ago? I don't know. He didn't have that great of a year. Yeah, he had like a he had a pretty healthy year. Did he opt out after IKF made that error in the first inning? Is that <laughs> was that his thinking? I don't I don't know. He's I don't know if he's in a I mean he you know he knows that Turner will set the standard for what a shortstop's gonna make, right? Because Turner's gonna get gigantic. Maybe after Turner hit a hit a home run or hit the second home run of the series, right? He has two home runs. I'll take Correa. I'll take Correa over Turner. That might be unpopular, but that's probably unpopular. Most people would take Turner. The analytic nerd would definitely take Turner. All right, we're back. I think just to wrap up what you're saying, you, you're you're saying you would take Correa. Just and I know I know why I take Correa is because he's life in the line. You want him at bat and not Turner. And also, I think Turner. Uh, I mean, he's a good hitter, but. Uh, a little bit of a speed guy, and I, I always think speed guys. I always associate them with aging poorly. Fair enough. Yeah. D. Gordon, yeah. Ellsbury. Yeah, and you can see just Correa being a good hitter forever. But yeah, better defender, I would say, than Turner too. Didn't Turner mm-hmm. make a couple? Turner made a huge error in last night's game. Uh, yeah. In the sixth inning, I think that set up the. Uh, Go ahead, run. Should have been it. Should have been a double play. I don't know. These games blend together. I think that was last night. But uh, I've always, I don't know. I've always felt like Turner was uh, like a fantasy guy. Yeah. Fantasy. Oh yeah. Baseball player, not like you know. In fantasy, it's a no brainer. Turner mm-hmm. over Correa. But I don't know. October Life. baseball. I'd rather have Correa. Life isn't a fantasy. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um. All right, before we get into picks and Snyder and football, I got to run something by you. Okay. 
I think I may, I don't know how to handle these things. I'm, you know, a little bit older. I'm not sure how when certain things are brought up at the office, how to handle them. And I, I, I handled this the best way I knew how. Um, so today I found out that apparently the younger generation, I'm talking like early to mid twenties, mm-hmm. and I'm just looping them all together. I'm not saying 95% of these people believe this, but there is a conspiracy going around mm, that, Helen, like good... that Helen Keller did not exist, or that she existed, but was not deaf and blind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Family Guy episode? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the whole thing. It's because she wrote books. She won, a, you know, she won prizes and like not the Nobel Prize, but she, you know, won awards and shit like that. Um, you know, and they're all saying, "Well, she couldn't do it because she was deaf and blind or whatever." So it's very strange. And then I got within one sentence. This, I mean, this was the person I'm talking to. This is her defense. Was like, "Well, they showed up. They even have a picture." Of her eye next to a blind person, next to what a blind person's eye should look like. She goes, "I'm not an eye doctor, but this, they, they look different." I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean? You're not a fucking eye doctor. You just said you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're not an eye doctor. Yeah. You're like, not an eye. You're not you an eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, you just said you just said what I was thinking. Like, you know what the fuck you're talking about. So I was like, "Look, this sounds dumb. This sounds ridiculously stupid. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into it." I'm going to spend five minutes and look up. So I looked it up, and basically that's all it is, is that they think she didn't exist because they don't think a deaf and blind person could write a book. Uh, and then I just, I basically turned my, I turned back to her, and I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I was like, do you, do you think JFK Jr. is still alive? Like, what else do you think there is? And she's is this like, like oh, a Reddit chat room? What did it, where did they find this? Uh, I When I Googled it, it said it was on TikTok, but she was like, oh, it's not just TikTok. Which well, I don't know. Uh, so it's just TikTok. But she also thinks that Michael Jackson's still alive too. I'm like, he looked dead when he was alive. Like, I'm not saying I know he's he. I didn't, I'm not saying I saw him die, but there's a strong possibility that he died. He was on so much shit. Everybody knew he was on shit, and he's got to hit a fucked up life. And guys like this don't live long. Yeah, you should clear up for the audience and make sure they know you don't like deal with explosives or anything that could harm like the. The world. These people aren't in charge of like any new codes or anything, right? You no, should make no, that clear no. to people. I do not work for any kind of government <laughs> office. There's no, no Chernobyl situation where these people are gonna, you know, see something on TikTok, have a bad day, and like the whole, no, you know, no. half no, of the no, state's no. gonna be on fire. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fact, what we do were, what do these people do? Do they have important? We were. <laughs> She's she's pretty new to the company, and like we were joking earlier in the day, like, oh, you're gonna surpass us all, like, well, you know, there's all this talk about how they're gonna develop young talent in our company and stuff, and like, you know, somebody said like, oh, don't forget us in the way, you know, when you're at the top, don't forget us, and then after this, I was like, I'm not, I don't feel nearly as threatened as I did two hours ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't really feel threatened anyway, because I'm, you know, I'm not like, I just don't, I don't look at my job like that. But at the same time, I just like, joking. I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel threatened at all. If you think that fucking Helen Keller was fake and Michael Jackson's alive, you know, right? You, you have you have a lot of work to do. She thinks <laughs> Helen Keller is like Kaiser so saying all of us. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. I, I don't have that note here, but I, have, I wrote down Kaiser Soze when, <laughs> when uh, when when I was like thinking about it later. <laughs> 
<laughs> Keller's Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Can you imagine greatest that? trick that ever ever pulled. Greatest trick Helen Keller ever pulled. <laughs> you imagine that guy, that guy in the hospital bed. Brandon, Brandon, Helen Keller, Helen <laughs> Keller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, I get. I I like. Just I level of respect went down. I mean, it, and I didn't know how to quantify it, but gallons, pounds, tons. I don't know. I just I. I'm like, do you? I, I asked her. I was like, are you? Do you actually believe this, or is you just like joking around? He's like, no, I believe it. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Why does she think Michael Jackson's alive? What's her uh, I did, theory I, there? I didn't really get into that. I don't know. I didn't get into that theory. I, I, I couldn't. But then I asked her, I, well, then I, <laughs> then I go, do you think JFK Jr. is still alive? And she said, who's that? So I, at least she's not QAnon, right? But also, no. I don't know who the fuck JFK is. Like, you know no, who JFK but... is? Like, you know who JFK is? He goes, the president? And I was like, yeah, JFK Jr. is his kid. Like, it's like, this is common sense, this one. She may not be QAnon, but she could be easily recruited. Sounds like <laughs> she's got a target on her back. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, bro. Oh, I, that's oh, there's multiple is... people in the office, or just she's like the the leader. Maybe she's, she's not, going places. She is not. She's not a leader. No, I'm above her. No, I mean the leader of the Michael Jackson is alive and Heller Keller isn't real. Oh, as far yeah, I think she's the soloist on this. We are, yeah, we, yeah, we we did not had we did not we did not take any of this lightly. I, mean, I told her she's bullshit. <laughs> that's why I, I told her this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, I'm not sure if that's how I should have handled it, but it felt right. I don't know if if I got called into HR tomorrow. I think I could defend myself by saying that's really the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I just, I'm, I'm an honest person. Like, yeah. Call me into HR. I hope you do. I'm like, look, you hired this person, not me. Um, <laughs> you know, you somehow got by our rigorous standards, uh, rigorous tests and standards. So, um, better you guys know this way than by finding out later on. So, who was the first like celebrity that died? That everyone was like, he's st- he's still alive. Is it Elvis? Jesus. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Jesus was the number one, yeah. Um, everyone believes that one, though. Everyone's you're, everyone's in lockstep on that one. Yeah, see, that's why that's why it couldn't happen again. It already happened once. Right. He was the OG. <laughs> the OG Jesus. <laughs> I want to say it's Elvis, though. Hmm. You always used to hear that Elvis is still Hitler. alive. Hitler? No, no one he, ever. Yeah, people think oh, yeah. he not really. People think they faked his that he faked his death and like lived out in Brazil. Oh man, like, there's a there's a lot of German. Um, I think it was Brazil, Guatemala. I think it was Brazil. There's there's like German settlements there. From I mean, he had he had the like, perfect like look that he could have just shaved that mustache and. Yeah, would have uh, been tough. You look like somebody, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Mm. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, he could have just grown like a beard. Yeah, yeah. Really, well, a lot, a really, lot of, really he has such a distinct look. A lot of Nazis ran away and hid out 
some of them were caught like eventually. Yeah, they got like a really big one. I forget the guy's name or really Hitler's the only. He didn't really like grow talent, you know, in the Nazi party. It was just all about him. Well, Goebbels, but Goebbels killed himself too. Oh, okay. Goebbels there's had, one there's one I guy. Goebbels, I think Goebbels killed his kid before he his I think Goebbels killed his daughters. He had two daughters and his wife like went down with the ship too. So like didn't Hitler's wife kill herself with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. When did she marry Hitler? I'm not sure. Because that's sure, very, I'm not sure very dependent on her character is when I'm not sure. they might have just been like hanging out. <laughs> they might have just been it might have just been a genocide and chill. Mm. There's not one name, first name that's been ruined more than Adolf. You, it's the number one name. I think you can't name yeah. your kid. Could you think of another one? Adolf is out. Um, Other than Hitler doesn't count as a last name. No. I mean, if you name your kid Hitler, there should be that. Well, someone, someone should be at your door. I think there was a couple that named their kid Adolf Hitler recently. In America, of course, like idiots, like no, it's, edgy, yeah, edgy shit. Um, yeah, it's a, fa- it's a family name. Adolf's number one for sure. I can't think of even a close second. Just a complete like guy who was a piece of shit. Yeah, and it's and it's a bad name. Like he could have cured something, and it wouldn't have been a great name. That's sure that, that's the kicker. That's the sad part. There's probably a lot of good Adolfs in history. Oh, there's probably Adolfs that won Nobel Peace Prizes, bro. There's probably like physicists, <laughs> oh, like I think, German physicists that you know won I, shit. I think Adolf Hitler might have won a Nobel Prize. Well, I mean. Justin Morneau won an MVP. Sometimes you make a mistake. (laughs) Adolf Hitler was nominated once in 1939. Jesus, he was not. That's like when it started. Well, it's when it got ramped up. Yeah, it didn't seem like any. Maybe they thought that was what it took for peace. I don't know. Man, there was a final Jeopardy was something about 1939. There's a quote somebody made. I knew it involved something to do with Poland. Yeah. It was someone in someone in Great Britain. Chamberlain? Neville Chamberlain, yeah. Neville Chamberlain, that was the answer. I knew what it I couldn't think of the name. I really didn't know the name Neville Chamberlain. I was like in the right part. I was like, this has something to do with Poland, Germany, Nazis. Uh didn't have the name though. maybe Kanye only got to the late 1930s in his uh, in his Hitler reading because he like he he likes Hitler and he doesn't like Jews oh he doesn't he said he liked Hitler yeah I think he said uh, I think it came out today that he one time when he was with TMZ he was like I respect Hitler hmm. <laughs> I like, just saying that this sentence is ridiculous I got a lot of respect yeah. for that Hitler it's yeah, it's it's just like the one of the most contrarian takes you could have is being on Hitler's side. Yeah, yeah. There's no true. more contrarian side. Yeah, besides maybe, maybe Helen Keller being deaf. He got not not being deaf. 
He got right. robbed. He got robbed in the, of the Nobel Peace Prize in 1939. That's maybe as his angle is, and he hasn't gotten much further in his reading. Mm, okay. Oh, he also, he also, I think, I think he also said he never read a book. So maybe Kanye yeah. never read a book. Yeah, I think he said that. Mm. Skimmed one. He skimmed the. He did the spark notes. Can we just please stop? I mean, I know we just did it, but we don't need to hear any more news about Kanye West. Just don't fucking put him in the news anymore, please. I don't care yeah. what he's doing. I don't care what he. I don't care to hear what's happening to him. I don't. I don't want to read about him anymore. I want to see a fucking headline about him anymore. Just get him out of here. Please. Yeah, people are obsessed with uh, with Kanye. I don't really. I don't really get the uh, whole appeal. He's an artist. He's a rapper. He was he creates artist. music. I'm not really sure why. Uh, I'm not really sh- sure why his like thoughts and opinions are, are that big a deal, whether you agree with them or not. Yeah, he's, he's a, a lunatic. lunatic. Yeah, the lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go on top of all of that. Um. All right. Even when I, even like back when I like Pete Kanye making music, I knew he was kind of a dick. What he did to Taylor Swift, even with the George Bush thing, like George Bush hates black people, like that was hilarious. Like the whole Mike Myers thing but like you knew he had like maybe a like he was a different guy back then of 2004 yeah yeah the Taylor Swift thing was like you know he did that for Beyonce right but it's just yeah asshole move and then the Katrina thing I mean that almost is like his heart was in the right place but he he just didn't know how to handle it and he did like a horrible just a bad way (laughs) to send a message Oh, it's hysterical, but you knew he was a different guy back yeah. then. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's a well thought out response to what's going on. Um, right. And now you hate. Apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> but apparently, like, the White Lives Matter shirts were to bring awareness to because people didn't didn't uh, follow through on the meaning of Black Lives Matter, and it was like, I don't know, like it's too confusing for me, man. Like, I, that, that's what your statement is. I think maybe you have just you have a message problem. He has he's always had a problem with the me- with delivering the message. From mm-hmm. the Beyonce's video was better to the Katrina to the to the White Lives Matter T-shirt. She just has a problem delivering the message. Failure to communicate. Yeah. Um, don't tell him that though. So I can see I see his point in all three of these things. Um, but yeah, you just you're doing it wrong. I well, except for maybe the Taylor Swift thing. I kind of like Taylor Swift better than Beyonce. Well, I think the video might have been better. I don't remember. What oh, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what video it was. Yeah. Although I do, I do uh, I know the Taylor Swift cr- crowd, the, the Swifties as they're called online. Mm-hmm. Um they were up a little upset because they thought she was getting the halftime show. Oh, wow. and, and Rihanna got it because Taylor was coming out with a new album, I guess, in the in the winter or the fall, whenever. Um, and they were upset about that. Me personally, I would take Rihanna. Oh yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, I actually like what they've been doing with the halftime shows. It's like these are the artists they've been getting, like the rappers last year, and uh. J-Lo, Shakira, like these are the people who play like mm-hmm. 15, 20 minute. It, it works because you could just hear yeah. like 90 seconds of each one of their songs. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Who, the Who's awesome. 
But like Bob O'Reilly is like, you got to hear that whole song. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Like Rihanna, you could just hit me with diamonds, umbrella. Yeah. You know, S S O S. Just give me, just give me her hits. Like, you know, like Pitbull would be perfect for a halftime show. You just give me a little bit of everything. Like, these Pitbull's are the people that like, work. Pitbull, Pitbull's still in pregame status. He's not halftime ready. He he'll get a he'll he'll be a part. I don't know if he'll be the headliner, but he'll, yeah. he'll he can come out. I don't think he's big enough for a halftime show. What if the half? What if the uh, Super Bowl's in Miami? He's got to be. Yeah, he could be an ensemble there, but he can't be. He's got to be like him and Gloria Stefan. It's still yeah. glorious. It's still glorious. Stefan's down. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Last year's halftime show was great. Rihanna's a great choice for this year. Um, yeah. It's like a return for her too, because she hasn't been doing really anything. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's doing like her fashion stuff. Um, yeah, she's a billionaire. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, when we'll I say, say she hasn't been doing anything, she's been making a she's billion doing, dollars. She's been doing a lot more. Yeah, just <laughs> not anything. Yes. Um, so just yeah. give us the hits. Right. So with football in mind, Dan Snyder. Well, we've touched on this quick. Because he basically came out today, he said he could blow up the entire league. Apparently, he has like people watching all the owners. He said he could. He said he could blow up the league, and they can't fuck with me. Uh, oh yeah, I, I I saw the headline. What exactly? Uh, he said he's got dirt on owners and Goodell. Oh, did he say Goodell too? I thought um, he said he had dirt on Goodell, but I only saw like a headline click online. I didn't click on it. Uh, but but Cradling a drink in one hand, he tells members of his inner circle about the dirt he has accumulated on fellow owners, coaches, executives, even his own employees. All the stuff he's learned from other sources, including private investigative firms. He never says exactly what he knows, only that in his 23 years as owner of the Washington Commanders, he knows a lot. There you go. So, yeah, so what is the, up, what is the point up. of this? Snyder recently told a close associate that he's gathered enough secrets to blow up several NFL owners, the league office, and even Commissioner Roger Goodell. Uh, I think it's because like there's a lot of scrutiny on Washington, like their inner circle and their inner workings, I mean, and uh, how they treat their own employees and cheerleaders and shit like that. Like It's been pretty shitty over there in Washington for his whole run there. Um, right. So he's like, I'm a shitty person. Well, I'm taking everyone else down with me. Oh, look yeah. at this. Wow. You just watch the fields run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so recently he's told that an associate that the NFL is a mafia. All the owners hate each other. One veteran owner says, That's not true. All the owners hate Dan. <laughs> I could see, I, I could actually see all the owners hating each other. They're all big. Dick measuring contest, you know. Yeah, they're I all also see them, I could, I could also see them agreeing that, that he's the worst one. Though. Oh yeah, when they like get together, if like two, you know, Cowboys and Eagles are playing each other, and it's Jerry Jones and uh, I can't even think of who owns Jeff Lori, maybe Loria. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see them at like the fifty yard line, just talking shit about Dan Snyder for sure. Yeah, like, you see fucking Washington. Yeah, on Thursday night they blew that game to the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Schneider's got, yeah, they got Ron Rivera is trying to get fired. I'm, he might be, well, he might be giving this game up right now because he came way. out, he came out and uh, had his presser on uh, 
on Sunday, and he basically threw Went under the bus kind of indirectly. He was, they, I think they asked him about the NFC East. It was like, what's the difference like between you know your team and other teams? And he was like, ah, quarterback play. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along those lines. I think he just said quarterback. Yeah, and it's like he he he. I think like going back to Costanza, he's got to like. You know, when Sands trying to get fired, dragging the World Series trophy. Like, I think Ron Rivera just wants out. He should do anything he can to get out. Your accomplishments mean nothing. Because <laughs> uh, really, I mean, yeah, he backtracked on it, but yeah, because I, I, mean, I, Ron Rivera, like what he went through beating cancer and stuff, they may be giving him the whole season just out of respect. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Ron Rivera, I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to stick around for. Seven, you know, thirteen more Carson Wentz games. Like, just let me go home. Let me go home and enjoy the holidays. You know, I got Thanksgiving with my family, Christmas. What do I got to do to get out of here? Yeah, this we'll losing this game would be helpful. I'll tell you that. Snyder's got bigger things to bigger fish to fry, like Jerry Jones. Yeah, but. uh He's probably got the most dirt of all the of all the owners. Jerry Jones probably has the most dirt on him, right? I mean, we know about enough of Jerry Jones where I mean, who knows? I mean, I've no I mean, yeah, these rich guys, dude. Yeah. I mean the shit that they're into, man, when you're like Cra- a cajillionaire. Well, Kraft, obviously. Oh, Kraft, yeah. Arthur Blank thinks that's some shit, some dirt under his nails. I don't know. Like he Arthur Blank would be like an insider trading guy. You know who the most fun owner is, right? The most fun owner. Like who's the owner you'd want to hang out the most with? Okay, let me think about this for a second. The is owner it- I would want to hang out with. Um not Woody Johnson. No. Nobody in the AFC East. Is it Rooney? Uh, I don't know much about Rooney. He's like a big uh he's like a progressive uh at least progressive by like 90 year old guy standards. Rooney's 70 years old. Um Yeah. Jim Ursay? Uh, yeah, Ursay for me. Ursay seems like the coolest one. I mean, he likes to tie one on or say, yeah, he had Hunter, Hunter Thompson on speed dial. So, I mean, that's a big, that's always a big draw for me. I think he has, he would talk a lot of shit about craft. Talk a lot of shit about craft. I would, I would love to work for Jim. I would love to work for Jim Ursay. <laughs> um, yeah, Ursay would probably be cool. Let's see what's he got going on. He was arrested. Oh, he got a DUI in 2014. Oh, yeah, yep. Drug possession. What drugs? Doesn't say. It's Wikipedia, so it doesn't really dive in. Fourth and goal here for the Bears. Game on the line. Oh, no. This isn't going to be good. Oh, Mooney. Oh, he marked him out? There's no way. He had. He was in. Like a fucking optical illusion. It looked like the ball was in. I mean, what would this game be without a lengthy 12-minute review? 
Let's see this right here. I mean, that's got to be a. Oh, Ron, Ron Rivera bobbled lives. it. Ron Rivera lives. Wow. To see well, the Carson Wentz safety is still in play. I I thought I didn't see the bobble. I mean, it's a hell of a tackle. Yeah, I think he's literally as close as you can get to the end zone without that being a touchdown. I'm not even sure that's a catch. They may have to review that. There's a lot of juggling there. That's a tough one. Yeah. So I was I pulled up his list of owners, and I just want to mention quick. So the Broncos were the last team bought. That was this year. Rob yeah. Walton bought him for four point six billion dollars. There are two fran. Oh, there are three franchises that have been in the same family for the last uh, hundred years or so. It's got to be Rooney. Um, Rooney was almost 100 years. He was 1933. It's the oh, giant. I was going to say the Bears. Were the Bears one? The Bears, 1920. Packers, 23. Giants, 25. The purchase price of the Bears was $100, which worth every penny tonight. Uh, right. Giants was $500. <laughs> that just that blows my mind, man. Man, what an investment. Yeah, I mean, people who bought them are all dead now, but uh, well, crazy. in your family, yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, I don't see the next hundred years being working out that well for the Denver Broncos. No, <laughs> no, that well, I don't, the way that the game's going, I don't know. It's gonna That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Ursay bought the team in 72 for $19 million. That's a, I mean, that's seems like a steal. That seems like a steal. Anything in the 70s, yeah. And the, they were the, I mean, Baltimore Colts, they were good. Yes. John, coming off Johnny Unitas, I'm pretty sure that's the year he retired. Like that's, but I mean, 19 million was more money 50 years ago. Also. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that was that, that uh, prelude. To the NFL, let's get into picks. What do you think, Ant? All righty. How are you feeling this week? Uh, I liked the board last week. Was able to go two and one, just barely. Yep. The uh, Browns pick. Uh, I'm back to not really having a feel this week. Perfect. So, Ant, you went two and one last week, like you said. That brings you to uh, seven and eight. We're both seven and eight after last week. I was one and two. Um, So we're both... Like we said, mired in mediocrity um, for the time being. But that all changes week six here in the NFL. So, uh, where's that coin? Somebody took it, of course. Uh, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a website that'll do it for us. So, hang on one second. All right, virtual coin flip. Yep. Unfortunately, I can't show you. Uh, flip a coin, heads or tails. I will go heads. It is a head. I'll go first. Okay. 
If you just Google flip a coin, it just pops up automatically. Awesome. Internet. <laughs> Hell uh, color didn't exist. Heads. <laughs> yeah. That's got everything. Uh, all right. This I'm just riding uh team that uh gave me an easy one last week. I'm going I'm sticking with the Patriots getting two and a half. Okay. In Cleveland. Uh, this spread went down. It was three down to two and a half. I would like it more at three, uh, but you know, buy buy that half point, get the full field goal. Uh, you know, the Patriots. I don't think they're that good, but uh, when they're going up against like suspect quarterbacks, you know, Goff last week, Brissett this week. I remember Belichick coached Brissett, so I mean, he's gonna have something cooked up for him. Um. I think, you know, Belichick gets a huge advantage going up against uh, questionable offenses, questionable quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you look like against the Packers, they hang in, but eventually the talent wins out. I think this week, uh, I actually think they're going to win on the field. So uh, New England plus two and a half, pick number one. Money line. All right. Uh, my first pick, um, I uh, I got to I got to ride a team here that's pr- it's probably gonna be a popular pick this week that scares me a little bit. Just but it's gonna be a popular pick because it's a public team, and that's the New York Giants. They are five and a half point. That five that five and a half just kind of hurts a little bit. That's uh, that's what you get for playing at home, I guess, against Baltimore. I just that's what the, the Giants have shown us that they have the capability of sticking around these games, being competitive. Um, maybe this is a sucker play here coming back from London. Punter was stuck in customs. I have no idea. But we know Baltimore. Baltimore has always kind of played down to the competition, too. So maybe this is a good spot for the Giants. You know, obviously, obviously, if the Giants can win this game, that would show something that they're looking for overall. Um, I'm not ruling that out. But give me the Giants here covering the five-and-a-half point number. All right, Baltimore. They play tight games, Baltimore. Yep. Game number two. I don't want to do it, but it's a little bit of a system play here. I'm going back with a team that burned me a couple weeks ago, but then had one of the most dramatic, ugliest wins slash covers on Thursday Night Football last week. I'm going with the Colts laying two in Jacksonville. Jacksonville came back down to earth a little bit. That was very uh, – it was just – you want to get excited about the Jaguars, and then they lose 13-6 to six to the Texans. You know, it's just crashing back down to earth. I mean, that's as as bad as it gets. Um, I think the Colts with extra time to prepare here, they're home. Throwing the fact – I think you're getting a, at least one or maybe two free extra points here. Because the Jaguars always beat the Colts, and that's like that trend is out. And once a trend is out, I don't think it's it's no longer a trend. Once a trend is like public, and everybody knows it, like the the Colts can't beat the Jaguars more. It's more so in Jacksonville, but once somebody know, once everyone knows, then I don't count it anymore. Mm. Minus two seems a little light. Uh, you know, Jags got a good defense. Matt Ryan stinks fine. I don't know. After seeing what the Jags did last week, like I feel like the Jags getting less than three on the road against anybody. I got. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Indy. So Indy laying two. 
pick number two. All right. My second game here, um, I, I'm ch- I'm doing a little chasing myself here, chasing a team that I, I just I don't I don't like this team, I cannot stand Arizona, really got some loathing for that team. They're going to Seattle. Seattle's two and a half point dog at home. Um, Seattle plays exciting kind of games. They play they they have shootouts. You know Smith. It's never looked better. They're not. Is they're not going. They're not a good team. They're not. Um, their defense is suspect. Obviously, still have Lockett and Metcalf that can catch balls. That's what she said. Um, I, I just. Um, I, I just. I really. I. I got burned by Arizona last week. I'm chasing them again this week. Give me Seattle. Getting two and a half at home. All right. I don't really have a third game, so what I did was I went on CBS mm-hmm. Sports.com mm-hmm. and I look at you know they have like eight experts. They pick each game against the spread. Mm-hmm. And I like to see if any if any of the games are all in consensus. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't be giving up the system because now once you make it public, it's but whatever. Bound to blow up, yeah. Very, very rarely are like all eight guys in agreement on the same on the same game. Mm-hmm. But there was one game they were all in agreement on. They all like Tampa laying eight. Mm. So I'm going the other way. I'm going Pittsburgh getting okay. eight. There is another game I kind of like a little more. I'll mention it in the honorable mentions. Uh, but I. I this one, Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh has pride. Mike Tomlin has pride. You know, the Bucks haven't. Bucks probably end up being my survivor pick. Now I'm gonna try and thread the needle uh, and win both. But I mean, Pittsburgh. You know, they have a lot of pride, and you know, they get spanked by Buffalo in Buffalo last week. That would have happened to a lot of teams. You know, rookie quarterback going up against in Buffalo against the Bills, mm-hmm. uh, and like I said, Tampa. I mean, you know, they they were a, a phantom roughing the passing passer call away from maybe losing that game to Atlanta. Probably not, but you know, Atlanta would have got the ball back and had a shot. So, uh, you know, eight points a lot. I think Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to. Uh, I can't. I just can't get off the P where I think they're going to show you, give you a, like a prideful effort, hang in the game. I don't know if they're going to win. Probably not. Rookie quarterbacks gonna be tough against Brady, but uh, I, I think Pittsburgh hangs in there, and Tampa, you know, still isn't really clicking. So Pittsburgh plus eight, pick number three. All right. Yeah, Kenny Pickett put some big numbers last week. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see. What's my system? I don't have a third game. Let's just kind of go through and talk it out. Yeah, close my nose, hold my breath, any meeny money mo, find one. Um, but, 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 but let's see. By the way, Monday night, Denver again in prime time. Why do they keep doing this to us? Flux them out of there. We we, we don't. I don't want to see Denver again this year. Yeah, it's their fourth prime time game already. I think I, I love- saw. I'd love to pick the Jets in Green Bay. That seems crazy, though. I'm not going to do it. I mean, I don't trust 
Aaron Rodgers a seven and a half point favorite anymore. But um I'm not picking the Jets in this spot. Jets Jets defense might stink, I gotta say. It's Dolphins have no running game. Dolphins have no running game, and they ran it all over them. Um, let's see. So I got two home dogs already. I don't know that team, or do I? The Rams getting 10 against Carolina. New coach. Sure, you know, kind of weird to prep. Too, it, too many factors in that game for me. Too many, what, you know, they come out to play. Do they, they fired up? PJ Walker, show you something. Rams are, you know, full flat. I don't know what to expect. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with the Bengals then. Bengals are going to New Orleans. I've been burned picking New Orleans a couple of times. Cincinnati's going in one and a half point favorites. I don't love that number. That says to me, tell me if I'm wrong, but it says to me that there's not a lot of faith in Cincinnati um, anymore. We know that they um, have trouble protecting Burrow. Apparently it's been getting better, but I, I just, um, I guess New Orleans, and maybe that's another team I'm chasing to lose too, um, is, are the Saints because I've had a lot of trust in them, losing my trust in them. Maybe that's where I'm going with this. Cincinnati one and a half on the road. Let's have it. All right. So to recap, I got New England plus two and a half, Indy minus two, Pittsburgh plus eight. Giants five and a half plus five and a half. Seattle plus two and a half. Cincinnati minus one and a half. You want to come real- back and do, you want to come back? Because we're almost out of time. You want to come back and just run the board real quick. All right. All right. Uh back after a quick uh pause. Uh all right. Where you going to run down this list, Dan? Go ahead. It's a really rip. Let's see. You have anything to add Baltimore against Giants? I would lean Giants. It seems a couple points high. Like if I was making the spread, it would be three and a half probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that scares me a little bit. But, I mean, Giants have played all close games. Ravens have found a way to make every game close, even when they jump out to three touchdown leads. So uh, I would lean Giants. San Francisco in Atlanta, five-point favorite. Looking at that today, I kind of liked Atlanta, and I noticed that they're the only team undefeated against the spread. And those games, I mean, those things kind of, you know, uh, it's like a little bit of a market correction. Mm-hmm. I feel like eventually, like Atlanta's not going to go, you know, uh, 14 and three against the spread. Mm-hmm. So that part scared me, but I do kind of like Atlanta in that game getting five. So it'll start correcting itself next week. Yeah. Um, I, I could see, I could see Atlanta hanging around. Yeah, Jets, Green Bay, Green Bay, seven and a half point favorites. Doug, you talked about the defense before. Yeah, Green Bay looks a little broken, and the Jets, you know, coming off uh, a nice win, you know, finally a home win. I don't know the last time they even won a home game, but uh, I'm actually going to go Green Bay in that game. I don't, I do not like. The Jets defense. Miami has no running game, and Mostert did whatever he wanted last week with a third string quarterback. Like no threat of a passing game, and they were able to run the ball. So that would scare me a little bit. I would I would look for like Jones, Dylan, maybe both of them to have a big get uh, big game. Uh I think the I think people are gonna look at that and think Jets, 
I lean Packers. Okay. All right. Um, Jack, Cindy was one of your picks. Minnesota is a three-point favorite in in Miami. I want to like Miami. I really do, and I never, I never like them. It's it's hard though to. Uh, it's it, it, how much could you like a team starting a third-string quarterback? Yeah. Yep. But the spread tells me Miami's a live dog. I have that going for me. Humidity. Mm-hmm. Humidity. Twelfth man. Kirk Cousins could be puke on the sidelines. He's not used to that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, our left tackles hurt. Xavier Howard, our best cornerbacks hurt. Uh, our other cornerbacks hurt. So Tyreek, it sounds like he's going to play, but he was like in a boot this week. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not great right now. But the thing that I'm holding on to is, uh, besides Kirk Cousins just laying an egg, which is always possible, Mm-hmm. is the spread isn't really moving off of three. I've seen three and a half, three. So that's, uh, yeah, that's good. Vegas knows, right? So that, I'm kind of just monitoring the line to know if we have a shot or not this week. Uh, since he was on my picks, New Orleans, one and a half. In yeah, I don't, I, don't like New, I don't like the Saints at all. Yeah. Uh, the spread is telling me the Saints are the bet, though. Yeah, well. And me picking. Well, I, I, I don't. Me, I don't love me picking Cincinnati. Is telling everybody to take New Orleans. That too. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Gambling brain says the Saints. All my football, like football knowledge, says the Bengals. Though. Uh, let's see. Pittsburgh. You talked about uh, Carolina going to see the Rams. Carolina crowd. We know the Rams don't have a home field advantage. So the Carolina <laughs> crowd. That was my honorable mention. Mm. I almost went Carolina. I mean, it's too, it's too much, too much going on, man. New coach, not enough time, not enough time to prepare. You think that helps? Like simplify? Like, yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. That helps them out. Well, you're saying you're saying new coach, new quarterback. I'm saying no Matt Rule, no Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, it's almost like how do you prepare? How do you prepare if you're the Rams for a new this coach and this quarterback? It's not yeah. a lot of. That's fair, and it's gonna I kinda, be. I kind of like the spark that they're gonna get from. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're gonna be good. I also, it's also like the Rams right now favored by double digits. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. a little extreme. Extreme. They they have not been good. No big number to the Rams. That's definitely stay away. No matter who they're playing, I don't know if you bet on Carolina here, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Carolina might have a good D. I I really don't know much about Carolina's defense, but I think they could hang around. Ugly, yeah. real ugly, ugly four o'clock game that they're gonna like go to the red zone out of necessity. But isn't not that, a lot's going on. Isn't that a world where this Cooper Cup blows up though and has like a all world day and they win by you know like they win twenty eight to ten? Yeah, I mean, that's always on the table. The Panthers aren't good. It could be forty four to to seven. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But honorable mention. What's, what's the fun? What is the what's the fun in, in thinking like that? Um, Arizona, Seattle. That was my pick. Who'd you pick? Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Uh, as an anti-Arizona pick. Two two anti picks on my list this week. I don't. That's not maybe not maybe not the best way to go. At having a grudge against teams meant the best way to go about it. Let's see what Odd Shark has going on. I- I like the fact that Seattle's home. 
Mm-hmm. I think Arizona is going to do weird shit all year, though, where they just zig and they zag. Like, like I, Arizona's not great, but are they really? I mean, they're probably, they should be better than Seattle, though. They, they should really be. should be better than Seattle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Make me pick a side in that one. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's a really tough one. I would not play this game at all. I'm going to give a slight lean. I'm going back and forth in my head a million times. <laughs> I want to say Seattle. I'm going to go Cardinals. Damn it. Okay. Well, head to head. That's a, that's a, I would not bet that game. That's, that's real tough. Yeah. You got to be really, in lo- really in love with what Geno Smith's doing. If you're going with Seattle there. Um, I go game of the week. We didn't touch either. There's two games of the week, the four o'clock game and the Sunday night game. Um, we like to see it's Buffalo going to Kansas City. Kansas City is a home dog, uh, two and a half point favorite Buffalo going into see what they can do, get some revenge in Arrowhead. Yeah, this is another tough one. Um, fun one to bet, though. I mean, there's no. It's probably no right answer, but it's a fun one to bet. I mean, there is a take, right answer because whoever wins is the right answer. But yeah, take the over, if anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Chiefs as a Chiefs as a home dog. Very, very juicy. I think I read this was the first time Mahomes ever a home dog. I, I think so. Sure or not? Believe so. I think I saw the same thing. Chiefs as a home dog are very juicy, but then you know you have the Bills revenge factor. Yeah. But do I factor that in? Do I factor in that the Chiefs are on a short week and that they struggled with the Raiders? Like everything, like what I, the simpleton thing to do is like see kind of with like with Seattle and with and now with the Chiefs, it's like, all right, Mahomes is a home dog. I think I'm gonna go Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bills. I think I agree with you because the thing is, like this game means more to Buffalo th- than it does to KC. And we've talked about Kansas City not being like like they're great, but they're not a they're not like yeah. the unstoppable super team anymore. Just another one of what another one of the great teams. And Buffalo, we know how like, probably feels like they have something to prove it to go in there, show what they can do after what happened last year, and just kind of Buffalo has to be, get up for this game. Yeah, they're gonna be fired up for this one for sure. So I, yeah, I talk me into it. Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah, I think it's yeah the emotional aspect of it. Uh, and then Dallas goes into Philly. Philly six and a half point uh, favorites. Man, that's a lot of points for uh, that Dallas defense. I guess that's the Cooper Rush factor. He, they're still treating him like a backup quarterback because you know he is he a is. backup quarterback. <laughs> uh, this is another one where it's like. I, it feels like the Rams game all over again. It feels like a big spread, but that makes me want to take. I'm going to go. Uh... Right now, this could change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This could change by Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Philly. I'm obviously I'm going Dallas. I just it's I don't I don't like that game at all. That's gonna be one of those games where I'm gonna have to see where the line goes. Yeah. I could easily I wanted to take Dallas there because I don't know the defense, but 
yeah. Hostile. Let's see Cooper Rush fall behind ten points in Philly, and see yeah. what happens. That's yeah. Fair to want to see that. Um, the thing is, it's just anytime it's prime time and it's a divisional game, is expected to be a tough battle. I mean, not yeah. every, not everything can be you know Commanders Bears, but right. You know, you, I just it, I just don't see it. I just don't see Philly blowing a team out that's uh, as tough as Dallas can be. And we, and you know, as um, as exciting it is to kind of see that team come together, they haven't. I mean, not for me. Like I hate seeing them come together. It's brutal. It's miserable. Um, and see Hertz like Hertz isn't a perfect quarterback. He's susceptible to make some sort of turnover at some point. And that defense is primed to do it. So this deep this Dallas defense is a defense that. Isn't just good. They they score they, they score points. They put their team in yeah. a position to score points. Like best O line in football, they're going up against though. They make plays. Best O line versus the best D line. That's fine. Like the secondary is good too. Like Dallas is a great all around defense. Yeah. Know? So I just uh, yeah, I think if they if it just takes one, it just takes one, you know, to mm-hmm. keep minutes. So and then Monday night, the like just a miserable, uh, miserable. Day at the ballpark, Denver goes to the, play the Chargers. <laughs> Can't wait to think, record. Can't think I'm gonna take. I'm taking the points. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. I just take. I'm just Why? taking the points. Why? Division battle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Denver will travel, right? The fans will travel. Chargers, it's gonna be Broncos fans there. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm done seeing uh, Russ Cook. Yeah, he's got a shoulder thing now. That's another one I I could change on that at some point. I wouldn't bet that game, but it is standalone. No. I just see I just see him getting points in a division game, and I I kind of lean Denver. And the Chargers, yeah, the Chargers just never tough. make it never make it easy on them. No, so they'll win that game by four, and the Broncos will cover by yeah half point. The Chargers is tough to trust right now. That's really what it comes down to. No, you don't want to be in a committed. Relationship with the Chargers? <laughs> no, <laughs> ever. No, God forbid. Yeah, I don't want to be a fan of them. Don't want to bet money on them. Don't want to need them to feed your kids. Nope, not at all. Unless, unless you're Justin Herbert, then you could feed a lot of people's kids. Sure. All right. You got anything to uh, close the show out for the evening, my friend? I think that's I think that's a wrap. Have a great time tomorrow. Uh, send your correspondence. We'll check in Monday with you to see how we did, or how you did, or how bad, or how ugly it was, or how great it was, and reaffirming was you're a Yankee fan and this team's going to do big things, or if it's all over and you were there for the beginning of uh, beginning of the end. Could be the beginning of the end tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. All right, well, good shit. Thanks for everybody for listening. Appreciate it. as always. We will talk to you next week. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll uh, talk to you. We'll check in on you Monday night. Peace.